I like my I like to hear my stuff. You know, like when I listen to my music, yeah. I'm like damn, I love to hear my stuff. So if I if I believe in my stuff, like that's all that matters. You know, this is my yeah. opinion. Right? I feel I feel like you're Kanye 2.0, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, he'll he'll be running for president. We go make it up. We go make it up. We gon' make it up. We gon' make it up. This one for my kitten. Jeez, we gon' make it up. We live to 7000 blocks. We gon' make it up. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Randa Chai podcast. Is that the way correct way to say Randa Chai? And you're in you Germany, man. You're supposed to be, you're supposed to say welcome and no or something like that. Welcome in in Deutschland. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's how they say it here, you know. <laughs> I wanted to ask about like your main what seems to be your main passion project at the moment which is uh, uh okay for now uh yeah. yes the most expensive yeah. hobby of them all yes <laughs> yeah uh so yeah tell us about it like how did you get into it what what sparked what was the spark for you yeah. yeah the thing that pushed me over the edge was that film camera um i remember in university during the gap between the euro trip and staying with aaron for Three months, I would watch YouTube videos consistently of like photography videos. I even downloaded the app on my phone, like just to mess around with the camera settings and stuff like that, just to see if I can do like you know those light trails and stuff, like opening or leaving the shutter open kind of trick. And then I stumbled upon this video on YouTube about film photography, digital photography. It's like you have chances to fix it, right? so yeah. you can take thousands of shots and then out of those thousands maybe one or two of them will be good okay but what i like about film photography there is no mistake if there is a mistake the picture is out you know mm, it's yeah. a very very steep learning curve Ooh. and i remember i remember when i like took the the film camera i just just started taking stupid ass pictures i even remember there's a picture of aaron over there where he's just like cooking and this looks like you know those old going dads over there like cooking yeah, the question is, is did he have a shirt on or not no no he had a shirt on thankfully he had his yeah. box underwear i mean yeah surprising i do still have i still have the picture have of you in the picture, toilet you know? man i i was thinking of doing this episode without my shirt but yeah <laughs> It's cold as fuck here, you know. So, dude, I'm blind in one eye. I don't want to get blind in the other one. <laughs> no, I mean, but yeah, yeah, I mean, that film photography gave me that huge, that that huge um, learning curve of settings and stuff like that. And then at the same time, it also gave me the chance to like see things in a different way. That's what that's what I like about photography. You can present something. that you might have seen a thousand times but it's like depending on the person who took the picture and even edited edited the picture also you will see it in a different way and mm-hmm. yeah i mean and and that's how i see about photography and the funny thing is that it fun, thankfully it's also tying into another hobby of mine which is cars um right, right. so yeah. i started taking pictures pictures of cars guys haven't checked his instagram page please do yourself a favor and go check his instagram page out what's what's your at uh lazy eyed one lazy eyed one yeah so yeah. 
maybe we can share a link to his instagram yeah. page uh, yeah, yeah, also yeah. to bentix youtube page yeah. yeah for the piano covers and things like that yeah. i agree like you've been trying to integrate your one passion with another passion which is really cool like it's really hard to do that in my opinion mm-hmm. so somehow you're figuring it out which is cool you know yeah i mean um so that that's the thing right so i i was taking pictures of my car and terence and i own own uh, the toyota 86 as you guys know affectionately nicknamed bunny because she's quick like a bunny but uh <laughs> doja um, bunny doja huh? bunny, doja bunny. <laughs> um ever since i got ever since like terence for the jeep one of my projects one of my big projects that i would love to do is to go out in the middle of the desert like i have a habit of looking through light pollution maps i think you guys heard about that before yeah no i i never oh. heard of it okay so light so we all lived in the city so there's a lot of pollution from light right every okay. there's lights everywhere but the further you yeah. go out into the into the in the suburban okay. areas even further you get less light pollution and you can see the stars I see. Okay. So basically so the can... websites on online you can actually see the actual like real time light pollution in an and area. And so then you can decide which is a good spot to exactly. see stars and... so the, so for example if if the world had a blackout right now mm-hmm. imagine this okay if all street lights and all house lights were turned off if you looked outside your window right now you'd actually see the milky way kind of a thing you would see the milky way mm. you'd see stars that's how much light pollution is there in city it's crazy yeah yeah definite problem and, you know in today's world so yeah exactly and yeah. because of that i wanted to go to the desert and i had like a trip in mind to go and yeah i mean now like camping is a thing is a thing i'm interested in but i don't i'm not pursuing it but um, photography is the main driving force for that but i want to go into the desert take pictures of stars um what else now because of this offering thing i want to go and see wildlife also you know what's naturally available in way so it's just yeah yeah one, one uh, thing i've noticed is I you're also one thing i've noticed is you're also kind of moving into like commercializing your passion project so this is like a really advanced stage i feel so before so we have passion projects then we have passion projects which you balance with our jobs and we are trying to make it work um, mm. but now you're moving forward in that that realm and trying to make some kind of commercialization some money out of your existing passion project can you tell me more about that basically ah um yeah um for so it all started out because of sara dikuna shout out to sara dikuna if she hears this mm-hmm. um so she really liked the pictures and it, uh, she really liked my pictures to the point that she was like hey why don't you start selling it i'm pretty sure people will buy it she messaged me uh, on instagram stating saying that hey this is this is local website that you know, puts up people's pictures for sale for prints and stuff like that mm-hmm. and I, that never that thought never hit my head you know and it was it was around the time when i was interested in like um interested in stocks and stuff so I, i'm sorry like learning about trading and stuff like that right now um so then i thought about like ah okay it, it light bulb hit, hit into my head it's like okay wow this is this is a way of getting passive income so 
I want to do then I was like yeah why not you know I mean I take these pictures I like taking these pictures if I get money out of it big plus I can buy more gear I can buy more dumb shit um dumber cars and go even do even more dumber stuff um but yeah and she she sent me a link she told me hey put upload it over here you can sell it and because of that i started thinking about like websites and stuff and thankfully she's still helping me with this stuff today like hey you can sell it on this website why don't you sell it over here and um, i'm really out, grateful shout out to sara dikunia man she yeah. comes up with some good ideas you know that's how the commercialization started and uh, as you guys know i recently printed one of my pictures and it turned out i mean see when you listen to music you get that you get that uh, gratification is there when you hear the song and everything but for a picture you get that instant gratification of seeing it through the camera and then after editing it you get that gratification but one thing i learned after this since after this thing was when you print it it's a whole different ball game when when you see your work printed and wow, framed you can imagine dude like, yeah i saw i saw the uh what was it the the long frame that you did yeah uh, the bur- the the, uh, the, the green color like, yeah, that was uh, that sunset was really dope. Yeah, yeah yeah and 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 i actually had to do test i had to do a test print so i printed it out i i remember going to like random stores in karama just asking like hey how much you charge for this like what the hell is your aspect ratio you're stupid <laughs> they got they were like wait are you serious in a print like that <laughs> and i got it done and then of course it was fitting i gave it to sara dakuna i mean i don't want it i don't want to keep it here i mean mm-hmm. i don't think that's I'd like awesome man i mean I, when i get my own space i'll keep that because that that one is that one that picture is very special to me Right, um, right, right. but i gave that to oh. sadhguna because she's the one who told me hey print it out and sell it so she has it on her wall now which i'm very proud of like wow one of wow. my works is my work is in someone's house yeah that see yeah. that's already an achievement in itself you know it's like the idea that yeah i don't know the idea that even one person appreciates your thought your idea you know that's mm. that's big man that's Oh man. Amazing stuff, man. Yeah. Um but uh essentially yeah, this is the photography thing, man. I just mm. got interested in it. So so um, today so we heard about your spark for drums. We heard about your spark for drums getting into guitar, guitar going into uh production, yeah. right? And then somehow you made a jump into photography. I don't know what you had in Europe. Sure, yeah. that must have affected your decision. uh to see new things and see things in a new light and then how that built up into your career you know integration with cars then how you're trying to commercialize like and also how you're trying to like explore new places Dude, uh, and all this while like working a hectic job yes you're working a hectic 9 to 5 job which yeah. uh, we have strong feelings say, about but you know we don't want to I wouldn't say 9 to 5 but it's like 9 to 10 No. <laughs> yeah exactly 9 to 12 in the night even sometimes <laughs> yeah so yeah. i think could you add something to that like what is your like let's say somebody is thinking of doing something some sort of hobby and they have a job what would you tell them that's it don't think just start it that's well, the one thing i i i know that people always like people always think like oh yeah when it when they buy the camera or for example when they start recording and stuff like that 
they think like, oh wow, that that piece is gonna be, that that music I have in my head, it's gonna be a masterpiece, and I put yeah, it into the system. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and I went through that phase, especially with music production. In my head, I thought something so beautiful, it it moved me, and I hope it moves people. When I recorded it, holy crap, it was sound like it's sound, you know that Titanic flute, <laughs> <laughs> that flute thing, that meme is there or something, and oh, so yeah, it sounds like that. But then. what people don't forget is i mean people what people i don't know about others okay uh, i'll speak for myself um for me it was just jumping into it mm-hmm. rather than rather than just wasting time trying to perfect it that it, the for me finding perfection was through the journey to get to that level yeah. no matter what i'm not going to get the perfect shot always um, agree mm-hmm. the different techniques that's going to get me to get to that level it takes a um, lot of guts to jump though it yeah, takes yeah, a I mean, lot of guts that's the thing but the the only thing that's responsible is yourself right i mean yeah, for me yeah i i think it's not like it doesn't take like for this like cuz he works a 9 to 5 and he makes money but he's also doing these things at the side which hopefully he can make money from one day but yeah. like imagine like leaving your 9 to 5 to pursue that 100% like photography or whatever without oh. knowing whether it's going to work or not you know or oh, that, that that thought has tempted me very quite, quite often that, that that takes a lot of like courage yeah. to do, you know like to jump I mean, uh, in and uh, yeah that's the thing it that thought has crossed my mind multiple times and it is getting stronger and stronger right. but i so, don't think i want to do that yet um yeah you you have i i i would say like you need to see uh, how like the opportunities come you know you, exactly. you will know when the time is right to jump you know yeah, yeah. i mean so, for example the because the car pictures are posted up people have uh, people have come up to message me and ask hey how much do you charge for car pictures because i really like your shots <laughs> and yeah which is which is cool man that's so cool i took a picture of sajid's car i took a picture of um, austin's porsche and in a couple of weeks i'll be taking a pictures of a friend's brand new supra supra wow the brand new supra wow and bentic doesn't know what the, how, what the uh, what is the impact of that name but yes <laughs> i mean i know it's japanese and i know it's a good car so that's all i know uh, like it's i said supra, you guys man. are probably more aware of cars than me but, but the market for cars in dubai the the amount of cultural you know importance that people give to cars in dubai it's like you have such a great opportunity there you know if you do yeah. if you you know keep going at it there is no question that you can you can work with that's some that, really interesting people and like cars and stuff that's, that's a funny thing yeah no yeah but that's a funny thing right i mean for me i wanted to i mean see um the people who influence me right like how bendik has jacob collier um hikaru uhera mm-hmm. itomi what the name uh hiromi hiromi yeah <laughs> for me it's ruben wu he's he so when i say um changing the perspective of something that you've seen a thousand times a day he is the master at it mm uh, if you see his pictures just check out check his instagram so who is it ruben who you said ruben ruben wu oh, wu okay w o w u okay got it tank clan yeah <laughs> so <laughs> So the crazy thing is that he is he is also a musician of this band called Lady Tron. 
Mm. Okay, he's a keyboardist, I think, and um, he was while they were touring, he would take pictures, and he got he's got so recognized by his point of view, like the way he presents, like the way he shoots pictures. That commercial, he has been he's a commercial photographer also now. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So he's the guy that I aspire to be, like to to be, but with my own style, you know. Mm. Um, not aspire to be, but um, that's the level I want to get. Like, um, mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it. It's like I don't want to be. I want to be him, but not him. Yeah, no? you want to be yourself, but as good as like in, in a in a I don't know as good as him in the in the sense of his status in life. I guess his place in life. I guess no, no, but, not status. Um, okay, but his way of looking at things. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. For example, Jacob Collier, he looks at music in a way that we yes. cannot find. But getting to that level of like yeah. looking at music is interesting, right? It is. It yeah. is so interesting. So it's the same thing with me for Ruben Wu. I mean, the way okay. he looks at it. So, and his, his, um, ah, man, I can't explain it. You, just, you guys have to just check out his Instagram. You just page. check out Ruben Wu's uh, Instagram, I think. So R O O B I N W U U. Is it? R R E U. B E N W O R U B E N W U. Okay, gotcha. So who else? Who else? So you you had Ruben Wu. You have like two other people. Um, there are some YouTubers that I follow. Um, oh, like for vlogs? No, 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 no. Um, for photography. Uh, there's this oh, guy okay. called Sean Tucker. He does street photography. I mean, I'm not into street photography a lot. Mm-hmm. But I do like the concept of it, you know, just walking around with a bare basic camera and just taking mm-hmm. pictures of people. Mm-hmm. I mean, one famous street photographer is David Arnold. Like he's a street photographer in New York, and he uses film, I think. Wow! So his work is also good. Sean Tucker, really, definitely check out his work. But wow. in terms of like, I don't know, man. It's just Ruben Wu, you know, his yeah. work. He's Ruben shot Ruben commercials. Tucker and Arnold, Ar- you said Arnold? David Arnold. David Arnold. David but Arnold. I, but they're, they're, they're different sides of photography. Like Ruben Wu is mainly um, landscape. Um, Sean Tucker mm-hmm. and David Arnold is street, but I don't, I prefer landscape photography. Mm-hmm. Um, then who else? Um, definitely there's this photographer, but he doesn't post a lot of like his commercial stuff. But he's a YouTuber, so he's mm-hmm. uh, his name is Kaimin Wong, K I K Kai Wong, K A I Wong, W O N G, and there's okay. another one, Lok Chung. Both are from one is from UK, one is from Hong Kong. Really good YouTube videos, and okay. I love so the reviews. Okay, so Kai Wong and who who's the second one? Lok Chung. Lok Chung. Lok Chung. Okay. Okay. Cool. It's E U N G, I think. Nice man. Yeah. Um, I I don't know how you how you build that kind of viewpoint. I mean, I feel like it's just practice. I think, but then so, uh, there's also a point where like some people have to be born with certain like a gift. Uh, you I know, don't I feel like Rob Robin Wu might have been born with this sort of like way of observing the world and you know like innate ability. I think. Um. 
I feel like there's a limit. That's what I'm trying to say. Like I feel oh, like okay. there's a limit, and after that limit, it's just like you have to be born with certain traits. You know, like I don't think Jacob, like for example, Jacob Collier. I feel like it. It is hard to get to his level. It. It is at some point it'll there. There will be a limit, a ceiling. You know, hmm. for uh, but yeah. I, so I the question so, but... doesn't become: Do you want to be as good as Jacob Collier or Robin Wu? Do you want to be the best version of yourself that you can be? And like, yeah. you know, I think, I mean, and I think you know this, but yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, it's just like I want to do the best I can. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what we're all striving for. See, I mean, okay. One thing I like to add is that, of course, that these guys are like huge guys, right? Ruben Wu, Jacob Collier, they inspire me for music and stuff. Misha Mansoor. Mm-hmm. Periphery, um, Tosin Abasi from Animals as Leaders, but I definitely say you guys also were a really big influence. Also, so for example, in high school, you and Aizu influenced me also in in music mm-hmm. to the point that we were in a band, and I I kept con- consistently practicing. Also, right. um, Aaron definitely inspired me into like getting back into music production, where he kept. Uh, right. I rudely uh, said I would, but I didn't. <laughs> But Aaron was requesting for beats, you know, and ah, I didn't. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he got me back into production, and just like he and he, I remember him also inspiring me for nature when I went to Bombay to with him. Oh and yeah, he, cool. Okay. Yeah. I didn't so, know you guys went to Bombay together. That's good. Yeah, we. I mean, I stayed with him. Dude, I freeload off this guy like crazy. I just realized. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> I think he's aware. He's I've probably been, keeping track I've of been it. Supporting you since day one. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk. No, but yeah. So it's definitely that. It's not only these big guys, but like I mean, of course, these guys are big and everything. But it's also, of course, everyone around me. You know, I mean. Yeah, you know, Tessin. Um, I think this is a great segue. Why don't you tell, say a few good words about Aaron, so we know we can we can start asking him about his spark. You know, what, what do you what do you mm-hmm. like about Aaron, man? Ah, oh, he's a dick of a roommate. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> the you pranks, know? I remember those pranks. <laughs> the pranks. Um, but um, yeah, man, he's he, his hustle game is there. It's yeah. it's quite inspiring. His hustle game, like you know. Yeah. Of course, he's he's very um. self-criticizing to the point that he wouldn't release his song it took someone else to tell him to release his song That's and officially tell people yeah, we should talk about that we should definitely talk about that like Aaron has this opposite <laughs> viewpoint of like Dustin like don't jump in work on your craft work under the radar until you've got something decent and then you know Man, which is a completely I'm, different ideology so I'm, we should definitely i'm moving silence you know like <laughs> bombs unexpectedly <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Oh man. Uh, Dude, so we can ask Aaron. Uh Tessin, what do you think? Should we ask Aaron? Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, what, what is your so, spark? Yeah, what is your spark and how did you figure it all out? You know, where did, when did you start thinking, okay, this is something I'm interested in? What were you interested in like, you know, what were you first interested in? So, uh like I'm going to like pull it way back, you know, like we all did like so like when I was 8 Yeah my uh mom was basically like oh, I'm going to put you I want you to do something you know 
because I was like at home and like you know just playing like with my Batman and my Superman and my Spiderman and all these things you know uh, and watching like wrestling on TV and my mom was like no like you need to do something so she she decided to like put me in a bunch of classes so like first she started with karate like i first started doing karate oh man i remember that yeah and i and i moved up like couple of belts i went all the way up to purple okay so it it was like literally like purple and i think after purple come like five levels brown. of brown yeah, yeah. And, then, and then black so had i like continued but that's that's just been the story of my life yeah. just the kind of person i am aaron like, aaron um, would have been the next kung fu kenny <laughs> <laughs> i wish man i wish but like uh my mom always said like that about me that i'm like the jack of all trades master of none you know <laughs> so uh, i basically as soon as i reached the purple belt i started bunking classes because i just didn't have any interest to do it i thought like karate was lame but now that i think about it i'm like shit i should have done it to black belt you know i could have kicked people i could have kicked tassin's ass you know what i mean like uh, <laughs> you wish <laughs> but uh, yeah i quit i because i was bunking classes and then my mom found out i was bunking classes and she whooped my ass she did some karate on my ass you know what i mean and uh then she's like uh okay you got to try something else so then she put me for like a keyboard and mm. i think me, me uh, i i like did two years of it and i also went with bentik for an exam like we went to do th- what? theory what i didn't know about here. this yeah 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 we we did theory exam do you remember the same did, time the yeah, at the same time your dad drove us to the exam hall <laughs> no way yeah where the theory Dude. exams were uh wow. i think I, i was like in grade 2 and you were probably grade 4 already at that time. okay okay yeah or huh. something like that and i basically did till like grade 2 of like theory and practical i didn't know that yeah. I, how come i didn't know that okay cool but then yeah i was like yo this like keyboard shit's like lame like uh, <laughs> like i was like bentix like such a nerd you know he's like good at like studies like i'm not i'm not into this keyboard stuff oh my god uh, and i was at melody makers too like so like the, the teachers they were like really nice but they were like making me play all these like uh hindi songs bollywood songs, oh. <laughs> shit uh so yeah. like yeah i basically quit that i started bunking that as well and then my mom found out i was bunking that too uh i don't know how she found this uh, found it out because i thought i did it well but probably not uh So yeah then I then I told my mom I don't want to learn guitar like I don't want to learn keyboard anymore I want to learn guitar like cuz mm-hmm. guitar looks way cooler you know like Jimmy Hendrix and all that shit Yeah uh and then I started learning guitar I started learning guitar with Bosco and Sherman and uh I have to say Bosco is the best guitarist among the three of us uh when I saw him play I was like shit like because he's so like technical and like he's good in maths and all that shit. Okay. So I was like, you know what? Ah oh, fuck, fuck this guitar shit as well like uh cuz <laughs> after after we failed as a band, you know, uh FYI to the audience, Tessin, Bentic, me, Bosco, Sherman uh had a band for like we tried one to month. have a band. Yeah, we tried to <laughs> band. <laughs> we went we went to our school's uh talent show. 
and just bombed miserably like uh yeah no but we had fun doing it though oh it was so yeah, fun we had fun but like bosco i remember bosco telling me after that like cuz the next year uh bentic and tasin formed their own band with uh, uh is it isaiah and who's the other person amit uh, amit yeah and like you formed the band with them and you guys came like second in the talent show like you almost won that shit Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oscar said after that he's like yo we were holding Bentic and Tessin back from musical excellence. <laughs> Not at all so like uh so yeah yeah uh after that happened I was like yo you know maybe like musical instruments is not my thing you know I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not like diligent enough to kind of learn it I give up too easily with it you know Okay Mm-hmm. Uh, i i get more frustrated than uh, than having fun yeah so then uh, like a few fast forward a few years later i started to live in so i moved out of dubai because i was like yo i need a new experience now in my life and at the time i didn't have enough money uh, my family didn't have enough money for me to go study out in the west uh so i was like yo let me go back to like india you know like mm-hmm. uh connect with my roots and things uh see where my parents came from like you know uh bombay and stuff and shout out to all my homies in bombay you know uh so yeah i moved there for like 3 years and while i was there i really started to develop a deep love for like hip hop you know Mm-hmm. I started like listening to a lot of hip hop. Like I did listen to a lot of hip hop in Dubai, but like those were the days of LimeWire. Does anyone remember LimeWire? Oh man. You... Essentially <laughs> cancer for the computer. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh but like you know back back then uh I never used to listen to like albums. I would just download like singles, you know, like songs. Yeah. Like I would see what's like hot on like Billboard or some shit. and then i'll go and download it on limewire you know like search it and then wow. and then you had you had these like shitty chinese made mp3 players you know those like small ones like that yeah um, and yeah i would like stock stock up on music and like listen to like lil wayne lil wayne lollipop you know eminem oh man i i think like the first okay the first three albums i ever bought in my life like cassettes for walkman were like uh backstreet boys like when i was like i don't know how old i was like 8 maybe or 9 i bought like backstreet boys i bought snoop dog uh doggy oh. style i think i bought this album this this album made me like go like yo like this is my shit you know and then 50 cent get rich or die trying hold up and yeah your parents let you listen to snoop dog and 50 cent That's the funny thing man I used to play that shit like on blast and my mom would be like whoa what the fuck are they like saying like yo why are you listening to this they would tell me wow. and they they wouldn't stop me they wouldn't tell me like stop it yeah. you know they just be like why are you listening to this and then like oh because it sounds good then they'd be like oh okay whatever and uh so yeah they didn't mind the you know the cussing and the gang mm-hmm. language So yeah, 50 Cent gets it try trying and Eminem. My mom liked Eminem. My mom liked like uh cleaning out my closet, you know that song? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, she she really liked that song. Like so, she followed the lyrics and stuff? 
she kind of understood what was going on there. i i don't know if she understood but every time it came on the radio she was like oh i, I really like the song and oh, she even okay. bought me once she bought me like a eminem bandana you know like oh, a couple of times in my yeah. life like as like yeah so she she dug eminem but uh, uh yeah so that's okay so that's where it started like eminem tupac mm-hmm. snoop dog 50 cent that's where i started to like really get into hip hop but then when i was in bombay i started listening to like a lot of kendrick lamar mm-hmm. like good good kid mad city and Wait, why why what what made you want to listen to that stuff while you were in bombay yeah it's a good question uh so th- i think it was like having listening having listened to this as ki- as a kid i f- identified more to hip hop and okay. uh i found myself like especially in the f- uh, in my first year in india uh i was like i didn't have many friends i was still mm-hmm. like trying to make friends and things like this uh and i remember like okay back in school uh, people had like different musical tastes yeah a lot of you guys went to rock and stuff like that right like punk rock and uh, metal and yeah you know? very few i don't even know who was into hip hop like there was like people listen to hip hop like uh, like single like the famous hip hop thing like yeah, jay z like the popular songs exactly i think the fact that i was alone in india in my first year it gave me like really a time to focus more on listening to albums and when mm-hmm. i started to listening listening to al- like hip hop albums and seeing the cohesiveness of like storytelling and things like this and like having that good kid mad city soundtrack in my ear while seeing you know the streets of bombay was like yo this shit yeah it just wow. like, gave me goosebumps you know i was like yo this shit's crazy like i feel like a good kid in a mad city you know damn uh so yeah that's where that's why i started to be like damn i feel like this is something i can like do like i love poetry i started to write poetry at the side like and then this was around the time was 1920 was there a moment that you realized you like liked poetry or did it was it just like oh yeah i like words i like putting words yeah, together yeah I, i felt like uh okay i was never good at like uh grammar in school like mm-hmm. english grammar or english r- literature so yeah during a time in india is a thing that you concentrated on music right like hip hop yes. in general what is the in album general. that what is the album that made you go like damn okay so there there were like a, a couple so like okay as i said like good kid mad city from kendrick lamar but then like uh, j cole was a is a huge influence so like kendrick lamar j cole like these are my, like my top two of all yeah. and j cole's like sideline story uh, and also like the warm up mixtape like these uh were like yo this shit's like banging you know like i can i wish i can do, could do this stuff you know uh mm. i i i never but it still never like i was more a listener at this point you know i was more a listener like yo like i love hip to listen to hip hop love to listen to like uh, wordplay storytelling all these things but i i it never like i used to love to do it as a hobby yeah I never mm-hmm. thought like yo I, I should pursue this stuff I should like make music you know it never made me think like that uh but like uh 
uh yeah then i then i also listened to like another rapper he's called like immortal technique the stuff that he said like uh also politically and things like this it was so thought provoking you were like damn i didn't know like rap could take it to these extents you know right uh, so definitely also one inspiration because you want to kind of open people's eyes you you want to have a message when you rap you know uh, that i think the substance for me was very important and mm-hmm. yeah so these these were the things that sparked my interest in rap but it wasn't until like uh i w- moved to switzerland and met uh, uh i met my friend uh, lee aka B- bfk you know shouts out to bfk uh who who was uh who is a rapper from south africa and he basically like hanging out with him and just doing freestyle sessions for fun in my in, in the house you know just playing some random beats and doing freestyles and seeing him kind of like vibe to when i freestyled made me mm. feel like yo man like damn i have something here i can like right. do something with this you know uh and yeah so here we are like i now decided to pursue this music thing and uh yeah so how many songs nice. have you kind of released so far basically so in total it's like four songs now so mm-hmm. i released my mixtape like in march end i guess so april beginning it's what's called, it called the uh the start ain't always beautiful so uh, i right. uh, yeah i just go by the name of brown vagabond and brown vagabond <laughs> yeah and the ep name is start ain't always beautiful yeah shout out sh- shout out to brown vagabond on spotify and instagram <laughs> exactly spotify instagram youtube tidal all that shit apple apple i itunes itunes don't forget itunes yeah itunes get you some <laughs> but uh what uh yeah so like brown vagabond because i always like consider myself like i have no home you know so i move from place to place and but i'm but you know me like i'm rapping goa i'm rapping k town you know karama uh cuz <laughs> yeah but but uh i still move from place to place you know this is yeah. the way i try to live my life so uh, uh actually I, i i think we spoke about this before in, uh, in uh, when we was uh, when we were um having a video call but i think it will be good for other people to hear this but i remember when we were to, when we were talking you were, you you casually told us oh yeah there is a song on spotify i have okay and then that's when i lost my shit i was like what why didn't you release it so that so i want i want other people to hear the side like why what was stop holding you back from releasing it out you know into the public so letting, and letting people know i guess yeah so first yeah i have to thank tasin because he gave me the push you know i told i told tasin yeah. i don't know if you ever seen that mr bean episode where he's in the swimming pool you know and he's like <laughs> uh, scared to jump from the swimming pool and then yeah. this, like kid comes from behind and like pushes them into the swimming pool like you know uh, and then have you ever seen that episode i, I don't know but yeah of course man pentic was there yeah. okay it's yeah. classic it's a classic episode yeah so uh yeah so tessin was the kid that pushed me into the pool you know like uh, cuz i was <laughs> too scared to forget 
forget that part but i want to know why were you too scared to jump so That's i i wasn't so yeah. so the thing is like i felt like i wanted to wait when i don't know for what i wanted to wait till everything was like right cuz my at that yeah. point like i just got distroked you know uh, the distribution platform for like distributing your music and all the streaming mm-hmm. sites and my spotify account wasn't like properly set up yet so i was waiting for the spotify to be like properly set up before i shared the music so mm-hmm. uh, distroked did the weird thing of releasing the song before my spotify was set up so uh, this is why okay. i, I kind of held back because i wanted like people to see my spotify page like for real you know makes sense yeah i mean so uh, coming back to the spark thing i wanted to ask so you talked about poetry and stuff and your writing and stuff what made you get into writing in general i mean i all of us tried always had the always i mean for me i i i tried journaling but it was just not um it felt uh, a little overwhelming for me like a lot to do but for you i mean you're one of the few people that i know that writes lyrics and i'm pretty sure bentik knows that also yeah. as well like writing lyrics is just like hard yeah. and that's a skill like i like i consider insane insane to have mm-hmm. and yeah, that's that's like funny because for me uh it's funny because i'm even when i do this podcast or like in my day to day i feel i'm like not so good in expressing myself through a conversation like speech mm. uh i sometimes uh, struggle with it uh this is what this is just my feeling like i struggle with like expressing myself and uh stuff through conversation so i find it i bring more even though i cuz i take a lot of time to think about it i can make it more clear like bring more clarity to what i want to express when i write things down so mm-hmm. like if i write things down uh i'm able to express myself better another thing i would love to do is like uh direction you know do mm, you should you stuff. should i miss i miss that uh you know bible that mc alp show oh, oh my yeah, god yeah, bible the project the classic dr alp man um, yeah man yeah. one day i wanted to be released to the world so that they they, oh they are blessed with uh, we got the... a 10 out of 10 i think for that right <laughs> yeah, yeah mr joel gave us a 10 out of 10 for that and i yeah. remember like i wrote it, i wrote the script and i also directed the whole thing i guess but mm-hmm. who was yeah. recording the video was it uh, you it was me it was me yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. oh okay that's when was the cameraman <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, don't forget deacon uh, i was also the deacon in that video oh, nobody will forget that deacon deacon talyat no man uh man that's crazy how much influence that we have on each other huh? like growing up yeah i and yeah. and that's the beauty of it i feel like right now at this point in our lives like the fact that so many people are doing something uh like passion projects like uh Dustin for instance Bentic uh Brandon Nathan uh Brandon's doing it for a living you know that's mm. crazy like, yeah yeah uh so like the fact that there's so many of us from um who are friends and from the same school and everything doing this it's kind of uh driving all of us at the yes. kind of energy even though we are all in different countries or whatever uh, mm. this energy is 
kind of driving us uh, to pursue the things we want to pursue, you know? And uh, at the end of the day, with my music stuff, like, I enjoy doing it, man. Like, I don't care if, like, I I have a mindset, like, a mindset that I don't care, actually, what, if people fuck with my music or not, you know? I'm still doing it because I like to fucking do it, you know? And I'm, I'm... I like my I like to hear my stuff, you know, like when I listen to my music, yeah. I'm like, damn, I love to hear my stuff. So if I if I believe in my stuff, like that's all that matters. You know, this is my yeah. opinion. Right? I feel I feel like you're Kanye 2.0, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, he'll he'll be running for president. He'll try and oust uh, Prime Minister Modi. <laughs> damn man. President of Germany, okay? Yeah. Like he's gonna oh, be like yeah, sorry. Angela Merkel has left. Uh, it's time for me to take its place. Take <laughs> place. Uh, I also had one more question. I mean, yeah. for for this, like, 7,000 blocks, okay? I mean, sorry for bringing that up again because that song is just, like, amazing. <laughs> oh, um, thank you, man. Thank you. But uh, what is your writing process for that? I mean, see, you said earlier that you're talking about... Um, uh, the beat comes first, right? Like how the, right. the chicken and the egg. For you, it was the beat. Yeah. What is the writing process for that? Like how long so, did it take to get to that level? To that. So end I finish? remember, like uh, I basically searched beats on yeah beat stars, and I found this producer like that I really liked. Like his, I liked his work and stuff. And he, I was going through his catalog, and then I saw this beat, and I remember that the beat it was kind of like motivational, you know, inspirational, like uh, uplifting. So mm-hmm. I was like, yo, like, what what makes me up feel uplifted? Like, then I remembered back to those days where, uh, yeah, we were growing up in Karama in like 7,000 blocks and then feeling like shit, like one day I want to like get out of here, you know, because like, I'm so like done with like living here and stuff like this. Uh, even though they were like, you know, you have to count your blessings. But as a kid, you probably don't realize those blessings, you know. When exactly, you yeah. Look back, back at it. And so I was like, shit, I need to get out of this place. I want to go to the West and or I want to go to India. Fuck that. I, I want to go back to the motherland, you know, go connect with my roots and stuff. And uh, yeah, I was just like dreaming of the day. Like, I'll make it out one day, please, please. And I think I had this in my head and then I was like, okay, let me write a song uh, about 7,000 blocks, about a place where uh, low pay immigrants, you know, like it was called 7,000 blocks because the rent was only 7,000, mm-hmm. you know, because this, this is what like people could afford. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, so like talking about that and how it eventually got gentrified yeah mm, yeah they broke down all those buildings and i remember searching 7000 like blocks or buildings on google and reading like news stories about it mm. you can even search it now and you'll find news stories on like, yeah. i think gulf news or college times or one of these things talking about how people were like so sad that to hear that their buildings are going to be destroyed and that they have to move out and how difficult it is now to find something uh, cheap, you know. Um, so, yeah. They were they were essentially government subsidi- subsidized housing, right? 
exactly exactly but uh i guess because they saw it as like uh it doesn't look so good and they want to kind of make it more modernized and everything so they want to gentrify it you know mm-hmm. and uh yeah so talking about that experience because even for me like to move out from there i was like damn this like even though i didn't like it i wanted to move out i still saw the value in it like you know that it uh, it's affordable housing for many people you know yeah uh, so this was the thinking this up the, from that emotion of uplifting i went to make it out you know i have to make it out like that's what i thought in my head and then it th- made me think about 7000 uh, uh yeah man i'm not so i don't think about the past so much anymore you know i'm either living like in the present or looking to the future i don't look into the past that much unless somebody mm. asks me about the past so mm-hmm. this song was kind of helping me not to forget about the past you know because sometimes i forget mm. about what happened in the past and mm. i feel like uh this song really made me value okay the upbringing that i got uh from my parents and my uh parents uh, like your like all of your parents uh sure right. you um working hard to get the best for you and you know yeah yeah uh, things like uh, that like so it made me realize the value about it because it's so easy to forget when you're like uh living your adult years and uh just working and working and then you, you forget to like take time to realize the value of the past you know so this song mm-hmm. is like kind of therapeutic in that way like going back to the pro- topic um so i mean do you have an end goal kind of a thing for this for for the music yeah i just like oh. uh, it's it's the same for you with photography you know i just want to keep getting better and better and better uh just try to be better every time you know every time i make a song be better than the last mm. song that i made you know mm. i don't know if that's achievable but this is what i pursue you know and i yeah. i don't expect anything out of it i i'm not expecting yeah. anything so this this is the the cha- challenging most challenging part about it is promoting because mm-hmm. i i hate to like promote but it's necessary if you want to build your name and yeah. eventually make a living off it but uh so that's I, that's that yeah. is that what you want to do though yeah i hope i hope i can make a living yeah. it, you know i the thing is i think what i want at the end even though i like don't care uh if people like my music or not of course i do want to um hit people uh with my music you know okay so i want but you wanted to, you want to do it commercially as well essentially essentially yeah i i do want to be uh like respected and um uh and yeah to make a living of it you know like this this yeah. would be ideal because damn i hate the 9 to 5 man You know, I can only imagine J. Cole, J. Cole writing bars about uh, the brown vagabond. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I think I would reach the pinnacle if I get J. Cole featured on my shit. Like, if J. Cole oh, comes as a feature, man, like, damn, that's it. 
you know that's it you you made it Lord, you made it Lord, Lord, come career. down here that's and it. take me tomorrow like it'll be fine you know like i got my future with jekyll yeah so aaron aaron has got that thing that his like his his ideal situation like one of his dreams for his little passion project is to be featuring or be featured in in a song with jekyll jekyll yeah. yeah what would be yours bentic Uh I don't know I'm at the stage where I'm trying to build my career up and I've come to this sort of sad not sad conclusion that like I can't balance both and what that means is I'll have to let my piano kind of be in the background and my my pace of improving it is going to slow down right mm. so so for me right now like for for example I have a small goal to like create an ep like i just want to make some music and i want to pay attention to it and make it tell a story and i want to share it to the world via soundcloud or something like i just want to but i do want like i found that you know music nowadays it's too short like it doesn't tell a story and like i'm hoping that maybe i can make like 5 to 6 minute pieces which kind of like you know as a tribute to classical music where you have this idea you play around with it you come to you have you know turbulence and toil and happiness and sadness all that and then you come to a nice conclusion at the end it has to tell a story so that's one of those things that fascinates me and i i just want to learn about that i just want to learn about composition i just want to learn about like how hansimer thinks about music and i find it fascinating that music can can produce emotions in a person like it's just fascinated me so i just want to study it like i just want to be a uh, I, i don't know i don't know what my end goal is like creating a beat uh, maybe one day you know if jaco comes up to me and says hey man like that that thing you played that's pretty cool can i take a snippet i'm like hey take anything you want from me just take it i, I don't want money for it i will pay you money to put put stuff from from me you know just, just take it if you like it you know um i think it's possible though that's the amazing thing about our generation like if we're good at stuff like it is possible it's not like these people are like really far away from us they it's very it's much easier now to get in their attention like via instagram and facebook and all that stuff so so yeah man but my immediate goal right now is to build a life you know and i feel like i have to put some part of my playing the piano in the background but i have the prior knowledge that eventually i will get to a place where i'll play it more and more but i need to do mm. these things right now i need to make these small sacrifices so that i can sustain myself so i'm not doing a sprint i'm trying to do a marathon and i know like i'm at this phase where like maybe i have to play a little less piano just a little less just so that i can focus on building myself being independent and all that stuff and then you know continue doing but i don't want to stop and like okay yeah that's, that's really important for me i even if i can do one hour every week i just want to force myself to do it because i want to keep that thread hanging i just want to keep it going you know and maybe one day like a credit score i just want to keep it going like i don't want to just <laughs> let it tank you know what about you what yeah what about you man what's your end goal here don't say death please don't say that <laughs> it's death Yeah, no, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, Chili's cynical jokes aside, I mean, for me, it would be definitely having one of my pictures 
on a in an art gallery at least like one you know um yeah. that's one of my goals i mean i like it so both of you have specific goals specific that's pretty cool that's pretty no no, no. Cool. i mean this is just the idea from the top of my head for me i mean uh, I, of course ideally i would like to make this as a commercial thing you know uh, uh yeah and do that but having having my picture in an art gallery is a whole different level because yeah. you are being critiqued by artists not by mm-hmm. normal people mm-hmm. right yeah yeah and and i'm pretty sure aaron for aaron is the same thing and for you also bentrix so imagine if okay so you release a song everyone hears it everyone loves it fine and dandy but imagine for aaron's case j cole heard 7000 bucks or for bentrix case if uh, jacob collier funny enough both of them start with the j uh if jacob collier heard uh, nc by the way oh, jacob collier yeah. holy shit i need to find a photographer with jc now <laughs> so so for me for me that that level so imagine right for me it's an art gallery for you it's for arrange jacob collier uh, sorry jacob freaking hell it's uh, jacob jacob i mean cool and for bendick it's jacob collier it's that it's like that for me so it's not right. by people around i mean of course all of our friends are very supportive all of us are supportive of each other but imagine if someone we look up to and hear the yeah. song and doesn't forget forget even just even just like trying to critique it but imagine if they say oh wow nice track yeah those th- those two words nice track loan will make the rest of your life i think yeah imagine i agree yeah. that has and immense it, value immense yes so that's that's what i uh, that's what one, one one of my end goals is that's the that's my art gallery i'd love to have a picture wow. up in an art gallery and of course again art is very subjective yeah but yeah. i would love to have ruben wu come up to see one of my pictures and just be like wow that's a really good picture you know yeah yeah uh, funny thing is that like before this whole podcast thing you know i was just like going back and one thing i keep for, one thing i should i think everyone should remember is achievements you know we only look at what we have now but we don't remember what we went through to yeah. get to this level that we are at that's why that's why i was asking hey what were your first bars exactly and like exactly. can and that's the thing right we always we always have that mentality of comparing ourselves with the greatest but we don't have the mentality of comparing ourselves with us from years ago yeah, that's from our past wow yes wow and and i think that's something that everyone should remember but because i was uh, while i was talking about this and trying to prepare like ideas for the for the this little recording mm-hmm. is like i remember for photography i just you just have to scroll through my instagram page look at the first picture and look at mm-hmm. my latest picture okay even yeah. even for my recordings go to my first recording and then my last recording for bentix music go to his first video and go to his latest video you can yeah. see a whole different change okay it's the evolution man exactly and i'm yeah. just so excited to see like all all of us like evolving you know just oh, to be oh, hells yeah hells yeah. yeah so um, that's what i that's the thing about like what i'm excited about is like to see where everyone would be you know everyone's mm. going so you know we talked about passion projects we talked about three people uh, who are doing passion projects in different areas and one thing i picked up from aaron's thing was like 
uh, how to keep it simple. I don't know where, in which context you had yeah, mentioned yeah. that. Um, Men- I meant it in lyrics. Like lyrical, lyrical. Lyrical, songs. yeah. Lyrically. And, like. and also, you know, if you believe in your thing, in your self, like that's all that matters. That's, that's my saying, you know, like uh, mm-hmm. the belief in yourself will get you, of course, you don't want to be completely naive as well. But yeah. first you have to start in a belief in your abilities, you know, and right. uh, when you see others are also like connecting with it, then you're like, okay, you can, you know, do this for real. Th- this yeah. topic is much bigger than we thought, huh? Yeah. Oh, I could go <laughs> on, man. I have, I have so many questions about this because we talked about the spark. What about yeah. people in the world who don't have the spark? And that is... that is basically the soul, like the whole premise of soul the movie and like i think that's something we have to talk about at uh, a later episode yeah. because yeah. that fascinates me a lot because there are a lot of people yeah, who are just um, in just chill yeah. they're just chill they don't really have anything that they're super passionate about but they just love life they have a lot of people around them like they they just they just go with the flow and stuff and maybe that is their passion living life yeah yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. and then that's that's another thing you know like another dimension of life and stuff but yeah we have to definitely check that out at some point and then you mentioned aaron trial and error right like how you learned was trial and error you observed and then you also mentioned passion projects require a sacrifice so it's like that's something also that's important yeah it's, it's yeah. nothing comes for free i feel so a difficult a difficult thing to do but maybe a necessary thing to you know so uh Yes, it's not easy. Yeah. It is not yeah. easy. My, my wallet is not thanking me right now. <laughs> uh, the funny thing is that I'm actually supposed to go to Abu Dhabi tomorrow, today morning. Well, what time is it? It is uh, 1.40 in the morning oh. right now. Okay. I have to be in Abu Dhabi at 10 o'clock in the morning to go pick up a brand new lens for my camera. <laughs> passion project. This guy is the living embodiment of the passion project. Look. Yeah. who else would be invited really to have a conversation project. about this <laughs> but yeah man that's that's i think that's a wrap i think that's a wrap it's been a great conversation you know and i look forward to way more conversations like this and like we have a lot more places to go uh, we talked about a bunch of different ideas we can definitely work with them and see what happens and that's a wrap for me run the child Thank you for listening people. Uh Randachai. Check out Vagabond. Check out Lazy Eyed One. Check out uh, Jay Sebastian Spotify the Big Wave, you know. Uh, no. Later for the next episode. We out. Hanging in the parking lots. 7000 blocks. We done took our first shot. Growing up.